Big Fluff. I wanted this to be professional, efficient, adult, cooperative, not a lot to ask. Alas, your Mr. Takagi did not see it that way, so he won't be joining us for the rest of his life. We can go anywhere you want us. You can walk out of here or be carried out. But have no illusions. We are in charge. So, decide now, each of you. And please remember, we have left nothing to chance. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and with me, as always, Lars Periwinkle. How's it going? Hey, where the fuck you been? I've been here. Where have you been? I've been right here. Oh, well, that's the problem, is you, you oh, live in Baltimore okay. and I live in California. Yeah, and yeah you, you do. You live in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, we haven't uh, stared into these... Uh, you know, computer screens on this uh, web chat, this video chat. Nope. Do you know what? Uh, Been a minute. <laughs> do you know what I was just learning? We had we had a maintenance guy over, and Molly and I were killing time. But uh, she was telling me about apparently the the trendy thing right now is for celebrities to have the fat removed from their cheeks, which is really yeah. weird because it like makes them look older, and you know, like sallow and yeah. i don't know why you would do it but like leah michelle and all these celebrities chrissy Teigen, have done it but then the article that she was reading said that the reason that they are doing it uh one plastic surgeon because he was like this this thing has existed this surgery has existed but he thinks there's an uptick in it now because everyone is staring at their own faces <laughs> On video chats. Oh. And so now they want the, the fat removed from their cheeks. That's, um, I guess at least with those two examples you gave, those are people who are very famous for being good looking people. Yes. So yeah. why fuck with that? Like I can be, I, this, I should be better looking. The yeah. Well, and, and as people pointed out in, I, again, I'm just quoting an article that was read to me, but basically like when you get older, you lose that, you know, the fat in your cheeks anyway, which is what makes you look older. And then eventually you're just going to get fillers to look younger. So it's like you're removing the fat now when you're young to then later want it when you're old. 
It's like that, you know, it's Christmas time. It's like that thing with the comb and the, the watch or whatever, you know, and the... Oh, the gift of the Magi. The gift of the Magi. Yeah. It's just like that, but with cheek fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, in a, I was in a production of Gift of the Magi. It was, I think, um, I think it was the only time I got paid to act. Like, it was seriously oh. like... Someone called me up and said, do you want a job? And it was to be in Gift of the Magi. Were you the gift? What did you play? I was, um, no, I was the Magi. Okay. And like, um, I'm going to so be I real. Kill, I killed the one character and then cut off the, the lady's hair. This isn't how the story goes. No, I know. That's the thing is, it's like, I only know just the, the pop culture version of like, so it was a man and a woman, right? And the, the yes. guy... Uh, he wanted a watch fob or something. He wanted something for his watch, right? Is that the deal? He wanted a fob. That's what it was. Yeah, he actually, he wanted he wanted the newest uh, Fitbit. He wanted a Fitbit, and uh-huh. then um, the the woman she wanted a, a <laughs> comb, right? She she wanted a blowout. Yeah. And what happened was, no, it's, it's yeah, the, give the man your lady wanted a blowout um, for Christmas. <laughs> he wanted <laughs> and give your man a bl- never mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> He, the man wants, he wants a strap for his watch. He has a, he has a timepiece, but he wants to buy a strap for it, like a leather strap. So and his wife is his getting wrist. him the strap on his watch. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Her name's Peg and she's <laughs> getting, and, um, the lady wants fancy combs for her hair. So like the silver combs that you stick in long hair to hold the hair back mm-hmm. and up. Yeah. And he he sells his watch to buy her the combs and she cuts off her hair and sells her hair to buy him the accessories for his watch. Right. And so they can't get the strap on and she has no reason to put her hair up. I think without the strap on. Yeah. It's not, you're gonna you don't really your have to worry. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you don't need the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't have a strap on and my hair's short, so I guess it's go time. Merry <laughs> Christmas, baby. Yeah. So there you go. That was the gift of the magic. Seriously, what did you play? Did you did you play like the It was the, just it was, just, it was it, the whole show was just the the man and the woman. I played the man in that particular production. Oh, so you sold your watch. I Here. just remembered that the the lady who was um playing the wife, she was very nice and actually very talented and um um, we were directed by this very old man named Spike. <laughs> His name was Spike. <laughs> he was cool. Um, um, the, the only thing about it was she was married and they were a, a, a you know, a younger couple. I think because I, I was, I wasn't, I was in my mid twenties or something, early twenties even. And they were a married couple around the same age, but like they were very wholesome. They were like religious, wholesome people. And there were parts in the show where I, you know, the characters kiss each other. So we had to kiss. And I just remember the two of them not, not seeming too comfortable with this notion. And so I was ready to scrap it, but you know, I'm not the director. And also I don't want to make anyone comfortable. by bringing attention to it. So I was just kind of like, Hey, you know, maybe, um, you know, it it could just be an embrace or something. And it was like, you know, it was just like, no, we're just going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to feel uncomfortable about it. So do that. Okay. (laughs) I guess I'll just, I guess I'll just act. (laughs) 
And that's why we need intimacy coordinators on sets, everybody. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. that's not, not cool. Not to the point where, you know, that I thought it, there was going to be a confrontation. It was just, it became apparent to me, even in my, my, in my young 20s and my young naivete, I could tell that something w- wasn't sitting well with this uh, married couple about this, th- these things happening on stage. So, I, you know, I, I didn't know how to deal with it. I just knew that it wasn't cool. Well, it's too so bad he wasn't act- good. He wasn't good enough to get the part. He couldn't play guy with yeah, watch. man. You yeah. should have. Yeah, you should have been a paid actor. I, ma- I made I, I think I made one hundred and twenty five dollars <laughs> for performing that six times. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never been paid. To, I've been paid to be an extra, but never an actor. And I've been paid on at least like three occasions <laughs> to do improv, I think. Hey, <laughs> yeah. And to teach improv. Uh, on occasion but right on right on i'm also i just i'm really trying to like wrap my brain around the the play i don't want to get lost in the weeds because we're already like deep into the show and we we this is precious time but seven uh, minutes i know but i don't want to i don't want to do an hour on the gift of the magi i do it is christmas time no go ahead okay but i'm just trying to think like what the what is the play so it's just the two of you <laughs> like what is the play is it 10 minutes long like yeah or, good call i mean this is this is almost 20 years ago man um it was very short this is the thing man the, you know in community theaters and small theaters across the nation people want to go see live theater that is Christmassy shit. Yeah. They just do. So you can throw any goddamn thing on any stage and it will sell out because people want to go to the theater and say Christmas shit. I don't know why. I don't want to do that. Yeah. This isn't this isn't my jam, you know? Yeah, no, um, nobody you and I, I don't go to like a like a German like they have like German Christmas village the villages that pop up over Christmas. I want to go do that where it's just like beer and chocolate and sausage and they don't, oh. they want to go sit in a theater. I don't get it. Man, that, that reminds me. First of all, I want to say before I forget, uh, see our friend Jonathan Monroe. I assume that's still going on. He's in the Grinch. So I know that's happening. So if you want, oh, okay, if okay. you want like a Christmassy play, I know Jonathan is in the Grinch. Okay. He plays. Do you have, do you have any more details? He's I just think, in the Grinch. I think he somewhere. plays like a haberdasher or something. He's some kind of okay. salesman from what I remember. Uh-huh. Uh, him talking about but yeah he's yeah, in any locations or times or anything baltimore <laughs> okay I'll, I'll 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 google grinch baltimore i'll see what happens yeah i don't know like i just remember him talking about it that on okay. on their show and we have to ask that he was doing okay. it but i don't live in baltimore so i can't see it anyway so then right, i got right, angry right, and i refused right. to learn more details i had three right you know but uh but no you reminded me that uh Actually, for our anniversary, Molly and I went to Solvang, which is Mm. a Dutch Christmas town uh, outside of Los Angeles that I I think they're up year round, but they uh, they have a lot of windmills and, uh, you know, they have all these Christmas lights and everything. And it was it was nice. It was it was fun. We did. It was a day trip. We went for a day. We bought some Christmas ornaments. We like saw all the stuff. We got some really good pastries. We were able to take Jolene because we saw that it was dog friendly. We researched it and she was allowed in all the shops and she That's was a celebrity. Great. Everybody That's loved awesome. her. Did she did she did she poop? Did she poop in a shop? She she did not. I was a little worried that oh, she might try oh, it. or she'd okay. like break a glass ornament or something. But she was very good. Everybody right loved on. her. Uh, we got lots of stories from people about their experiences with pugs. It was all great. 
And then, you know, there's only like a little bit of like seeing where you're going through the shop and it's like, that's weird that they have a blue lives matter ornament. That's, that's strange that they have a, like, and then you like, it's, you know, that thing where it's like, it seems really delightful. And then like, like every once in a while, you're like, wait, that car, does that car have like a Punisher skull in the, the oh, back window boy. where you go like, I am not in Los Angeles. And this was a very fun day trip, but I realized if uh -huh. I stayed here just a little bit longer that I would probably be uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. But it was fun. Solvang. I recommend a day trip. Solvang. There. I recommend... No, it was, well, sorry, it's Dutch, so it's probably Solvang. That was probably it, yeah. That's <laughs> the second one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. This is... Like, this has really plucked the cord of my memory, and it's still reverberating, that... The 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 play gift of the Magi was about this n newly married couple, mm -hmm. and they don't have much. They live in like a you know but, like a they have like a one room apartment, right? But what they do have apparently, based on your description, what I'm piecing together, is some hot mouths that are just pressed against each other. At all oh times. man, they can't get enough of it. They're newlyweds, you know. You yeah, know, it's a lots back, of kissing. This is probably when people like save themselves for marriage or something. So they're all they're yeah. they're going to town mm -hmm. um but uh no i'm not gonna recount this whole show but like the it, it, i think it was about like it just it, i think it was the whole thing was just shy of 90 minutes 90 minutes really, yeah 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 well you had to have a reason for people to buy a ticket you know we're not just gonna come in and be like uh cut my hair sold my watch the end merry christmas so what is it is it like 30 minutes of you just being like she's like standing in front of a mirror <laughs> brushing her hair and she's like what time is it? And you're like, oh, I'll tell you what time it is on my watch. That it's I have to pull out of my pocket, which is a giant pain in the ass. And she's like, oh, these tangles in my hair. Oh, if only I had a better brush for my long, luxurious <laughs> locks. They keep, they always, these hairs get in my mouth when I, when I'm going down on you. Um, <laughs> now let's make what, out. That's what, that's what they were <laughs> uncomfortable with. <laughs> I just, I would just like to eat your ass without eating my own hair. It's a shame that we're so poor that we're naked. <laughs> um, they were really. That's just, why you it needed. Was, the, it was a lot sorry, of, I just. Put, that's why you needed the band for your watch because you were naked, so there was nowhere to put it. it yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. The, yeah, it was stuffed up my ass, like like so many Christopher Walkins. <laughs> Uh, they, it was a lot of talk about we're poor, but we're happy. There was a lot of that. And then the moral of the whole story is like, you just give, right? The, the gift of the Magi is always be giving. It doesn't matter what you sacrifice. Um, as you'll be happy as long as you're giving to others and not just thinking about yourself. That's the, but that's, is the whole, that that's the whole damn thing. Is it that's the moral of it? Because I, I to me, I always thought it was sort of like uh, not tragedy is too strong a word because, it, you know, uh -huh. if you say tragedy like in a theater, then I'm thinking like Oedipus or something, but uh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. or Shakespeare. But it's sort of, um, you know, to me, it's like, ah, like, you know, like that's the end. It's not like you should give. It's like, man, we're newlyweds and we both fucked up. <laughs> 
Like it's a it's a little bit like a Twilight Zone, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah, it's a Twilight yeah. Zone episode where it's like the the tragic irony of like you know it, it gives yeah the ending is not that different from there was finally time and then the guy smashes his glasses. You know? Well, it's like I I sacrificed um, something important to me so I could give to you and the other person says I, I sacrificed as well to give to you and even though the things that we got for each other are pretty much useless now it doesn't matter because we love each other and we have we, we are giving to each other it sounds like rich people wrote this play that's what i think it's like you they think? don't actually understand how poor people work <laughs> <laughs> no we're happy though this is great i mean i cut all my hair off and you have a strap to a watch, but no watch. But man, it's great being poor. We should definitely not fix these institutions and raise our wages. <laughs> Maybe it was a chain. Maybe it was a it was a watch chain for his pocket watch. I, I said fob, I and you looked at me like I had yeah. two heads. Well, what is fob? Fob is what you use to unlock your car. Isn't that a part of a watch? A watch fob? I don't fucking know. I don't wear watches. Well, yeah, because you sold it for the hairbrush. I sold nothing. Jesus Christ, if I sold a watch to buy okay. Julia Combs, she would kick me in the asshole. A watch fob is a short ribbon or chain attached to a watch and hanging out of the no pocket shit. in which the watch is kept. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, I'm trying to... I'm an English major. You should try... I know the word fob. Oh my god. You say that as if it's something to brag about. <laughs> you you got a degree in English. Okay, you studied philosophy and you were in and this I, play. Not as embarrassing <laughs> as English. <laughs> That's true. No, it's useless. Man, I I'm I'm looking at this. Look, I know this is probably a rude thing to say. Um <laughs> I don't, I don't know why Chrissy Teigen did this to her face. Oh, okay. You're back on that. I thought you were looking up the word, but right. No, it looks, it looks like something like they were cursed, you know? And then like, yeah, kind of, it's like, you're still gorgeous, but like, I, but mm, mm, I'm not going to say not as gorgeous. You just like, you don't look like you anymore. I don't know why people, what's this? Why would you do that? Like, I think that's the, when you're already like, you're, it's not even just like, you're a, um, a, uh, I, I'm just trying to pick someone like a, like a Halle Berry who is like, well, you're, you're an, you're an actor, you're a performer, you know, um, but also you're famously good looking. Chrissy Teigen is is famous because she's good looking, right? Yeah. Like she's a model. That's what you do. Like mm -hmm. you're a world renowned supermodel. Why do you think anything's wrong with your face? Are you right. kidding me? Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, like also your husband was named the sexiest man alive. So it's like yeah. you're, you're married to the sexiest man alive. You, you did it. You, you're successful. You have money. You have your own line of cookware. I don't know. Like I don't fucking know. You're popular on Twitter. I've seen commercials with you in it. You know. Sure, 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 sure. The world sure. is your yeah. oyster. I think you had pet court at one point. Yeah. Oh, right. Wasn't that? That was a quibby, wasn't it? That was a quibby. She had a quibby. I remember that. Yeah. R.I.P. Quibby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that like I guess it's not really a criticism. It's a it's a, a it's it's exhausted confusion is what I'm I'm expressing right now. That's what I feel like 90% of the time these days. Yeah. <laughs> it's just exhausted confusion. I think that's my natural state. Uh-huh.
uh-huh. this point. You no, know, no, me too. I that's funny you use that exact I use the exact same percentage when I tell people, I was like, look, 90% of the time, I don't have any idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I'm I'm trying all the time to understand what's going on, but I have no clue. I'm it really, lost. It's it's weird how like it does sneak up on you, man, of just, you know, because I always had that where I didn't want to be some like get off my lawn, like, you know, today's music is bad, you know, just mm-hmm. like some guy that just was like out of touch and was like, it was so much better in the 1990s when we wore flannel and, you know, uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah but, right. uh, but it is funny. It's just like, it's inevitable. It, there's just something, I think it's something about the way our brains work of just like, all this stuff where it's like, I don't know what any of this stuff is. Like, I was realizing that I don't know any of Harry Styles songs. I know that he's a person and I know that he yep. sings. I couldn't yep. identify a single song of his. I don't know. Yeah, I could. I know that song Watermelon Sugar because I think it's about pussy. So, Well, I saw Don't Worry Darling. So that was about pussy. So. Oh, that's rad. That's yeah. Rad. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't get it. We, the, we had. Um, uh, Carlos and I were at trivia last night and they asked a series of questions that was, um, they gave you the, the year a song came out and some lyrics from that song and you had to write down the song. And, um, the first three we got because the one was from 1971, <laughs> one was from 1988 and the last one was from 1998. And then the last two were from 2011 and 2020 and just, I just wrote down names. Yeah. If it's not uh, Lizzo, like, that, that was a, I know that person did a thing. Yeah, so. it's like I know Lizzo, you know, and yeah, like yeah. I don't know, maybe someone if they've performed on Saturday Night Live or something, maybe I saw them, but uh, or or like Seth Meyers, I might have caught it. But right, right, yeah, I yep, yep, I yeah, uh, you know, on Instagram, I see some stuff about like I don't um. I don't, I don't know. I know, I know like the most famous musicians probably that are young, like, uh, well, I know their names, but that's the thing is like, I don't even know if I'd be able to identify their songs. Nah. Yeah. But it's just, it's like weird how that happens. And then I, I can't tell you what young people watch. I, maybe, uh, what's the Zendaya show? Is that what they're watching? It's probably euphoria. (laughs) Euphoria. That's what people our age are watching. Right. To like understand high school. I don't even know. No clue. I don't know. I don't know what young people do. I don't I hope they're happy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know either. I was I was at a um, you know, beginning of November, I was at a a wedding and my niece and nephew were there and my niece had like at the reception was just sitting there with her head on the table. I said, "What's going on? Are you okay?" And she goes, "I'm bored." And I'm like, "You get bored?" <laughs> I didn't think because they're 11. I, yeah. like, I, I don't think kids get bored now. You have all the stuff to do. I've also I've still never recovered from the one of Molly's like cousins where and this was before we moved to L.A. So this was at least like six years ago. But we were at a function and for some reason, Alec Baldwin came up like or we were talking about it, but she referred to him as the guy who does Trump on SNL. That's how you referred to Alec Baldwin. Wow. And it just, it, I felt like myself age. Like it was like, I drank the wrong grail cup. That's how I felt in that moment. Okay. I got, I got one for you because this is one I've recounted to many people because I had, I had that feeling. Um, but it, it was, it was multiplied a few times. So, you know, I'm in an ax throwing league. 
and I was about to throw my axe. And this is at the end of the evening where most people have cleared out and we're just finishing up. So I could actually hear the music that's that's playing through. But you usually can't because there's a lot of people and a lot of axes hitting uh, boards. And so I'm about to throw the axe when the, I hear a person behind me go, what is this music? And I stopped like like mid throw and I turned around and I said, what? You don't know this? And they go, no, what is this song? And I said, um, this is Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Do you <laughs> seriously not know this song? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, no, I've never heard it. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's just weird. I'm like, wait, this is a fucking jam. What are you? T- you don't. And it like, I let it go. Like, I didn't want to blow up, but it was seriously like, I thought like. I thought this this shit still like played in supermarkets or something. I just thought that everyone still knew that song because you hear, I, I think you hear it relatively often, don't you? Or I guess I, I don't. I don't. Well, it's also it's one of those. Things, I mean, if you have no frame of reference, I get it. But even if you just like contextually, I mean, you should know that the word bone is somehow involved in the title because they say <laughs> bone, 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 bone. So like that kind of gives you. <laughs> I also they say crossroads like eight million times in that song. I think they're yeah. giving you every indication that they can. But by, you touched on something yeah. else that is funny, which is that I have caught that of uh, there's a lot of commercials that use music from our <laughs> from yes. our day. But it's like it'll be weird because one of the songs that I think it's like for Ralph's here. So I don't know if they have that there as a grocery okay. store, but they do the um, the song. I like the way you work it no diggity uh, and i'm like that's uh-huh. about fucking why why is a grocery store <laughs> like it's this grocery store commercial and it's just like you know got to bag it up yeah because i guess it says bag it <laughs> oh, up bag it up and i think that's why they're doing it but it's very bizarre oh man the same thing i saw a commercial um for uh um uh frito lay um, just, I mean, just Frito-Lay, uh, in general. And it was, um, return of the snack and, um, Mark Morrison was in the commercial and he was in a chair and he kept going return of the snack, return of the snack. Those are always the ones when they get the people, when I really yeah. don't know how to feel about it, you know, it's like, I mean, I guess I'm happy that you're getting paid twice, I guess, because they're the song and your appearance. But do you want, by the way, do you want a recommendation of if you uh-huh. want to feel <laughs> this is my version of like going to one of those, uh, you know, the old timey diners, you know, just to when the, when the world is too unfamiliar to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Molly and I have been watching the show Yellow Jackets, like finally. Uh-huh. And man, if you just want a treasure trove of uh, late 90s music and references, like the people who wrote that show are very clearly like our age. (laughs) And so you watch it and you're like, oh, I know that song. Oh, oh, you're wearing like one of the girls is wearing a co-ed naked soccer shirt in the thing. And it's like, yeah, there's just I feel like every episode has something in it that is such a like. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Or even like one of the plot lines is they find out that one of the the guys, uh, I think his nickname was like Stretch or something, but it was because there was a rumor that he had a rib removed to try to blow himself, which is like, that is exactly if you went to Uh school in the Uh 90s, the exact conversations that were happening. Yep. 
it's so pitch perfect in a way because you know like a lot of times you watch stuff and it's like trying to evoke a time period but that's usually just you know really obvious needle drops and pandering and blockbusters and i'm not trying to pick specifically on Captain Marvel, but it was Captain, one of the Captain more, Marvel. It's Captain Marvel. It was one of the more egregious. Just like we are, look where we are. It's the nineties, yep. you know. Yep. yep. But uh, it doesn't have that feel. But it has that lived in, like what it was actually like to live in the nineties. Like what people would have been talking about, what their references. One of the girls complains that her boyfriend kept uh, making Ace Ventura references. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, an- another good one. Uh, for that is pen 15 yes if you want to know what it's like to be like a, a preteen in the 90s and how shitty it was <laughs> no pen 15 does it well too where it's like the aol stuff in pen 15 or when uh-huh, they're watching uh-huh. wrestling like yeah they really, yeah or, yeah. or the time like you know they're uh you know they got 20 bucks at the beach spent it right away and spent the rest of the day just like sitting outside (laughs) not knowing what the fuck to do yeah which again goes back to your point of yeah just that's really the thing that hits you is just that that experience of yeah just we had nothing to do for long stretches of time yeah we really had nothing to do that's why like we're the hangout generation man we were just hanging out yeah because there was nothing else to do yep you know like the the suburbs were a new idea and so we were just hanging out. There weren't any activities. You know, we get tired of playing video games after a while because they weren't that good. Right. I mean, they were they were great, but there's only so long you could play them. Um, and then, you know, we didn't have any money because we were kids. And it was just like, let's get together and hang out. And that's when we started doing all the stupid shit. Yep. Yeah. I, I often think about uh, the friends of ours that would... <laughs> shoot propane tanks with guns and yeah. film it well you gotta you gotta light them on fire first but yeah, yeah, yeah. you shoot those you shoot those right away yeah, yeah but they, they would do that and then film it and then we yep. would then later watch it <laughs> yeah yeah why why do you think you guys started backyard wrestling yeah. what else are we doing and Let's that was the thing is we did backyard federation <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah we did backyard wrestling and it was literally where all of us a bunch of teenagers were like, we are going to meet on Saturdays at this time. And it was organized because what else did we have to do? Like, of course, we were all going to show up. Yeah, totally. Totally. There was just. Um, and no one those, cared. That, that's why. That's why in 2022, when like I'm I'm looking at my my niece sitting at this table with like a tablet sitting next to her that belongs to her and she's got her head on the table and she's saying i'm bored i'm like you're bored (laughs) you're bored and there's all these drunk adults around you could go fuck with all these adults you could also like get on this tablet and do whatever you want but you're just bored i guess i i guess i'm i'm out of the loop over here (laughs) i was bored like i was bored i was in a room full of adults who uh, I didn't want to talk to, and um, there was and that was it. There was nothing else. There was no alternative. I guess I could have walked outside, but then I'm just standing outside. So I don't know. Yeah, but this is this reminded me of something. This is a random thought that I had. But since we're just talking about I don't know the passage of time and our increasing irrelevance, this feels <laughs> like the right time. Uh-huh. to bring it up but i because I, I was thinking about because i don't know if you saw the the 
they released the trailer for yeah i know you don't always watch trailers but the indiana mm-hmm. jones and the dial of destiny oh sure which is coming yeah. out uh 2023 but i was thinking about that because it's like so raiders of the lost ark came out in 1981 uh-huh. and it was set in what is it 1936 right yeah, yeah sure. so was that that's uh 45 years actually i think it was set in 38 because temple of doom i think was 36 okay well so maybe but point being so it was like 40 yep. some years later uh-huh but then we're now like 40 years past that movie came out in 1981 so like it's just weird that is shouldn't shouldn't chronologically the new indiana jones like take place you know like oh, because of his oh because he's 40 years older yeah so this should take place in the 70s or like close to 81 right like shouldn't we yeah, be getting sure. close to the year that they filmed the original <laughs> yeah yeah if you want to yep if you if you want to go with harrison ford's real age yes yeah which i guess yeah i mean they I, they can do whatever which i they don't think get. they do because kingdom of the crystal skull took place in the 50s and he was much older than that i want to say but we don't count that one, so I don't think it's canon. Oh, okay, okay. We're sure. all, we're all going to pretend like that never happened. Uh, we spent a lot of money on something we're going to pretend never happened. <laughs> I mean, that happens all the time. Speaking of, you know what? That's a perfect <laughs> segue because I did uh, want to talk about. Uh, there's a lot of shakeup in the DC cinematic universe, yep. as there always is. I feel like that headline could apply to any era since they started making movies. It's it's weird because they, they'll they'll have a shakeup at DC. Zero movies will be released, and then there'll be another shakeup when like, w- but nothing happened though. Well, and you shook it you shook it up to zero results. Well, and that is kind of like the era that we're in because they first there was the merger, there was the HBO Discovery merger, which that got Batgirl shelved and that got certain things shuffled and whatever. So that kind of disrupted things already. Where Movies that were completed, never got released, things got canceled, all of that. But then they they made this move and we talked about it. And I think that it's a smart move of they, you know, made James Gunn the head of their sort of creative, you know, it's like him and another guy, but he's like the creative visionary and the other guy's like the money guy from what I understand. But yeah. uh, you have him in charge and hopefully he's going to turn out to be a Kevin Feige, but because of that and because of just the way it's worked I, and we talked about it on the show so they had Henry Cavill come out I think in October and announce that he was going to be Superman in a new movie and because of that uh, I don't think he announced it but like pretty quickly it was announced that he was out at Witcher and they recast him and I know you were upset about that uh, I don't know about upset. I was just like, I don't. You were you know, furious. Lars cried yeah, was, for yeah. so long. And like, I was on all the message boards. So many conversations I had w- with Lars where he was just like, he's our Witcher and he's gone now. <laughs> I mean, for real, though, he is. You yeah. know, no offense to Liam Hemsworth. I think I just said, like, you know, I'll watch the next season because Henry Cavill's in it. And then after, I'm not watching, I'm not watching. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth be, be Gerald of Revere. Come on, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then I remember we talked about, we said, man, 
they must have offered him a really good deal. Like, not yeah. only are you going to be Superman in this movie, but like, you're going to be our Superman. Yeah. Like, come back and be Superman for for DC. Right. And that was less than two months ago, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they came out like the, all this stuff has been they haven't made any official announcements as to your point of any actual movies that are being made. But James Gunn did come out and basically say that they're making a, a new Superman movie and Superman's going to be younger and Henry Cavill's out and Henry Cavill posted on his Instagram this long explanation being like, I don't know. They told me to announce that I was going to be Superman and then new people came in and I'm not anymore. And they said, but, but we we uh, we want to find another spot for you in the the DC extended universe. So don't go don't go away. We still want you to be a part of it. You just won't be Superman, which at, at, I would have been halfway out the door while they were saying that to me. Yeah. But. Like why? And also, I mean, it's one of those things, too, where then I saw that people who are fans like you. I mean, you, I'm sure you saw this on all your message boards of The uh -huh, Witcher uh -huh. were then like, well, can we get him back then? That's, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. And they were The Witcher was also like, no, no, we're we're team Liam Hemsworth now. They didn't say that. I mean, they said no. I mean, they didn't. Did they, they really say no? They said, well, they said that they, it's already done. Like he's it's already out. in motion. That yeah. stinks. That stinks. So they shot it down. <laughs> so now let's all feel bad for Henry Cavill, a beautiful sculpted man who <laughs> has nothing <laughs> but sunshine ahead of him for being temporarily <laughs> unemployed. No, no, I'm sure he'll be fine. I, I like to picture him walking out of, uh, you know, the Warner. A lot, and he just has a box with his knickknacks in it, and he's just sitting on the curb outside of the gate, and it starts raining. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, cry me a fucking river. But I will say that, look, I wasn't, I became a fan of the Witcher video games because Henry Cavill was so great in the Witcher show. And you love... I, this is what I'm saying. You love Henry Cavill as the I, Witcher. Yes. I fucking get yeah. You know what? I fucking love it. God, I love it yeah. so much. I'm going to talk to Witcher all the time. Yeah. Um, you you how to make this potion? I can't, I can't even pretend. Um, and, but, and also, I really dislike Superman, but I really liked Henry Cavill being Superman. So well, he, Henry Cavill was really great casting and he never got to make a good Superman movie, which I'm pretty sure if you wind the clock back and find when we talked about, I think we said all of this then yep. of we yep. were excited for the idea that they were finally going to give him something worth doing. Yeah. And I mean, also the track record for Superman movies, not so great. I no. mean, you got you got the first one. You got the second one. When was that the last good Superman movie? Which one was with uh, Richard Pryor? <laughs> that was the third one. That's very, so then the very second bad. One. So then yeah. the, <laughs> <laughs> the fourth one's OK, except you have a big muscly man with Gene Hackman's voice. What's um, the one? What's the one where there's like, is that this? Which one does Superman fight himself? That was that was number four. Yeah. 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 That one's um, real weird, too, because do you remember that weird. movie where it's like because he loses his powers, right? Like, that's the whole uh, thing. And then uh, he gets into this fight with these guys at a diner and they like kick his ass because he's just Clark Kent. And then when he's Superman, he goes back and fights him, which is like, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I have my magical powers, I'm going to show these truckers like who's is why? 
Well, you're yeah. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1978, Richard Donner, masterpiece. Superman yeah. 2, fucking great. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that was 40 years ago. Yeah, and then there, there really ago. hasn't been anything. But still, like, but still yeah. I, think, I think Henry Cavill is great as Superman. No, he he did everything that he was asked, and there were moments of him doing cool things in movies that weren't good. So now, I mean, Although, you finally, like, you, you finally give Nick Cage a shot. I guess. I mean, I, mean <laughs> I also to be clear. I mean, I know that you're you're obviously we've covered. You really love The Witcher, but for me, for my money, the <laughs> best Henry Cavill uh, role is still uh, when he Mission had the mustache Impossible. in Mission Impossible, and he Jesus loaded his Christ. fists and he punched people in a bathroom. But you know, if we can get more of that, I think Agent Walker. I want to say that's his name. Uh huh. That was great. But like, I don't think he can be in another Mission Impossible movie. Because well, they he... killed him at the end of that one. Yeah, he, he died real bad. Yeah, but maybe he didn't. Maybe he like fell off that uh-huh. cliff into a giant launch pad, you know, like a soft. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or he he just rises from from the rubble and says, I am actually Kal-El of Planet Krypton. I mean, let's be honest. If the next Mission Impossible opened... With just his fist punching through the gravel, uh-huh, uh-huh, and he uh-huh. pulls himself out and is like, "Where is Ethan Hunt? Would any of us uh-huh. mind? We'd be fine with it. I'd, I would. Sure, fine. Yeah, I still won't see it. No, I, I will. Opening day, I'm there. I know. I don't get. I don't get you in this Tom Cruise stuff, man. He's great, <laughs> both as a person. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no. I don't know. He makes fun movies. I don't know what to tell you. He makes good movies. He he does make fun movies. <laughs> yeah. Top Gun. I would say he makes fun movies. I'm not saying he makes good movies. No, that's true. That, yeah, that is a good, that's a fine distinction. He makes yes. fun movies that are He makes that fun movies and watch. I understand why those fun movies make lots and lots of money, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to say they're good. They're meant to be seen on the big screen, uh, his his movies. Not meant to sure. be quietly absorbed in one's home. <laughs> no, no. He's like, don't watch me on your TV at home. I'm so small. Watch me on the big screen where I'm a big tall guy. Yeah, on my Apple Crate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my Apple Crate. But no, but so yeah, so obviously the Henry Cavill thing was like the biggest thing. But I mean, they kind of have... Is the at least the rumors again? They they haven't confirmed everything, but it, the speculation is Wonder Woman three done. Like um, I don't even know what else they were working on, but uh, Aquaman two, Aquaman two done. Like everything yeah. that was planned is not planned anymore. I guess Peacemaker still exists because that guy's in charge now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then um, uh, what are they doing with the Flash? Are they just going to release that thing? Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest question is they, so yeah, to recap, I assume if you listen to this podcast, maybe you already know this, but yeah, they they shot a whole Flash movie with Ezra Miller that is done that they're not releasing because Ezra Miller continues to be, you know, a troublesome. He needs help. Yeah, Ezra Miller needs help. clearly needs help. Yeah, and so, but that's like the movie that that's the Flashpoint one and that has Michael Keaton in it. And it was supposed to really open up all the multiverse stuff. And that was, I think, supposed to serve as some kind of reset for the mm. the universe. Right. Because, again, that's how they were going to bring Keaton in as some kind of whatever he was going to do. <laughs> Be old Batman. Yeah. Yeah. That doing, and I don't know. They... 
they didn't figure out that Aquaman is their Hulk and that everyone likes him and he shouldn't have his own movies. He should just show up in the other people's movies. That was. Did you ever try to watch that Aquaman movie, that first one? I did. I it did. Is it such took a three different three different viewings to actually finish it because it was it was like it just didn't work it just didn't work well you're better than me because i did one viewing where i stopped it and then i never picked it back up oh no fair enough and you didn't miss anything like all the all the pieces are there that that should make it good and fun and it just it just didn't work because it's just the subject matter it's the same thing with the hulk movies the hulk is awesome too but like you you just can't make a good movie with just that character right you know yeah but that you know here's a good question why don't we why don't you and i figure this out Uh, okay what do they have (laughs) like let's let's take stock of what you know I don't know where we're at because like, well, I guess, well, maybe we can do it this way. Like I would say, I think a lot of the casting is good of like, I would be perfectly happy if Gal Gadot continued to be one hundred percent. I would be happy if uh, Momoa continued to be Aquaman. Absolutely. Uh, you need I, a new flash. <laughs> we need a new flash of which uh-huh. I look everything else aside. And I, I don't even think this is on Ezra Miller, but I don't think that take on the flash was correct. I don't think the way mm. the character was written was right for the I character. Agree. Yeah. Uh, sure. So I don't think it would be bad to, to have a new flash. I don't know where we're at with uh, Batman. I be, they did. James Gunn did actually come out and say that. Uh, the Batman, the movie that everybody who isn't me apparently loved, uh, is yep. not going to be folded into everything I, else. I haven't, I haven't talked to a person who liked it, but apparently it everybody so did. Much money. Do you think it's so bots? much money? Is it bots? Did bots go to see it? Because I agree. I don't know anyone who liked it either. But actually, that's not true. I do know people who liked it, but I don't trust them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I th- the, like the, I don't, you know, I, I don't ask, I don't poll everyone I speak to about their, their impression of the Batman. I do. Um, but anyone that, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> anyone that I've talked to that, it, that has come up is like, I think the best reception I got was like, was just sort of warm of like, I don't know. It was kind of just like, it was a new fun, dark Batman. I don't know. I don't know. I've like, had... Which is like, which is fine. Which is, is fine. I gave it a second viewing just to be sure. I did too. And it just it just isn't there because Batman sucks. And that's the thing. It's not Robert Pattinson that that sucks. Batman sucks. He didn't do anything. He didn't solve anything. And like, no, Batman shouldn't be invincible and be the smartest person in every room he's in and be able to solve everything before anything happens. But like he solved nothing. He 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 defeated nobody. Well, <laughs> like, right. what, and there's what was the point of him being there. No, and that's the thing. And, and I've had this. I have debated this movie with mostly with Jonathan Davenport, uh, you know, who's a, a friend, uh, you know, who's a great guy. But uh, he and I do not agree on this movie. But uh, but basically, yeah, I think there's a difference between he's a new it's Batman year. I think it was a year or two. Technically, it's not two, even year yeah, one, yeah. but like he's early Batman. He's figuring it out. He's not great at it. I get that. I'm down for that. But there's something about everything you said. He doesn't actually solve anything. He's not good at any of it. But then also I can't get past the scene where he tries to get into the Penguins Club by walking up to the front door and they just don't let him. And then he doesn't know what to do. And that's yep. just too pathetic for me 
for a Batman he movie. He had to knock again. Yeah. No, but for real though, can I come in? Okay, but like, come on. Where it's like, I've never even seen Batman knock on a door in anything I've ever no. read or watched before. Every everyone knows every club, every secret hideout in Lair in Gotham has this intricate air duct system that uh, batman uh, can crawl through play the arkham games there's so many air ducts and he can so just many air ducts or like loading bays you yeah know? lots of loading bays you know he's he's a man that exists in the shadows and he he's he, knocking he's, on the front door he's the knight you know like yeah we, he knocks on the door and when they when they open he goes do you know who i am well i have a fucking guess <laughs> Um, <laughs> but also, again, he made the classic celebrity move that they all make is if you have to say, do you know who I am? You've already lost, you You've know, already lost. they either yeah. know and care or they know and don't care. But, you know, like but for real, if if Batman does nothing, everything in that movie still happens. Yeah, basically. He, yeah. But also, basically. yeah, he's like, yeah, he he needs Gordon and alfred to do all of the work for him like all the heavy yeah. lifting he he at one point draws some shit on the floor but does not figure anything out when he does that nope nope uh and yeah to your point like the riddler gets caught because he wants to get caught the yep. ending batman does not stop anything he, the, the gotham is flooded he doesn't stop that yeah he didn't even save the the newly elected mayor from being assassinated because gordon did Right. But none of it. None of it really. I mean, for real, for real matters what he did. Anyway, they'll make a second one and I'll go see it. It'll make a ton of money. It'll be. It'll I'm, be. Kind of, I'm kind of curious to see what um what was his name? Barry Keegan does uh with the Joker, because I think he's going to do well, something with the Joker. Well, based on that one clip they put on YouTube, it was yeah. not good. So maybe I'm, it'll be better. Well, I, I, well, yeah, I'm going to be there anyway. So that's Batman. They'll make another one of those. Also, they're um, making they're making another Junker. that's not non-canonical. Oh, junker. That's right. <laughs> Shit. With uh, Lady Gaga and Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix, where. Uh, you know, we'll get more of boy Bruce Wayne, the best, the best version of Bruce Wayne. Oh, my God. Although, did I give you my theory? I want this on the record. I uh, will say this as uh, many places and as many times as I can, because okay, I read the description of the movie. I don't know anything. To be clear, this is all my speculation, but I want it okay. on record because it's such a stupid idea that they're going to do it. I saw the description is that because, you know, it ended with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in a mental institute. And apparently this one's going to take place in the mental institute. I think Gaga is playing Harley Quinn Mm -hmm. in the asylum, but it says something. The the description said something about he, he talks to like another patient that's in the asylum calling it right now. That will 100% be Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne will be in the asylum. And that's what this stupid movie is going to do because it's a stupid decision and they'll do it. Young, young boy, Bruce Wayne will be in the asylum. Yeah. Mark it down. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. saying okay. it for posterity. Yep. And I it's say on the record. It, we got yeah. it. I say it because it's the most hack idea I could think of, which means it'll happen. <laughs> Although I will say this. First thought, best thought. We'll just do yeah. that. I'll say this for, for the Joker movie, though. When they went down that alley, it actually did give me joy <laughs> at the Ugh. end of the first Joker. Because I watched the movie and I was like, yeah, okay. I... I mean, I guess if you've never seen a Scorsese movie, this is interesting. <laughs> but then they like do it and the movie's done. And then they tacked on uh, just the, the crime alley <laughs> scene. Uh-huh. And it we'll really amused that. me. 
Let's get them pearls ripped off real quick. Uh, uh, but yeah, but... like just anyway, all that to say, the things I like are in the main universe. Momoa's good. Gal Gadot is good. Cavill's good, but I guess he's out. I love Margot Robbie. I I would love it if they'd continue to let her be absolutely Harley yeah. Quinn. Like she's yep, great. Sure. Where where's where's our make another Birds of Prey movie? That thing is great fun. Yeah, make a Birds of Prey movie. Make more stuff that Gail Simone <laughs> like yeah, had a hand in. Make us yeah. make a Secret Six. Make a Secret Six. What the fuck yeah. is stopping you at this point? Yeah, get us Catman. Get us and also um. Uh, and ragdoll that would be good too but like what um they you made one one green lantern movie that wasn't very good uh, in fact i'll say it's bad it's watchable but it's bad and since then no one's touching it no one's touch i mean I, this is like a like a bag of turds in the middle of a room and no one's dealing with this shit worth Make it happen. Make a good one. And that is solid. The Green Lantern Corps is solid fodder. You can have him in the Justice League. You can have different Green Lanterns. You know what I mean? You got put a Jon Stewart in there. Well, I think um, that was I think that was one of the first things with James Gunn was that. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there is a Green Lantern series, I think, for HBO in the works. And that um, they James Gunn, like, I think. Uh, the the original showrunner left and it was being retooled and they changed it because it was going to be Hal Jordan and I think they changed it to Jon Stewart. To Jon Stewart, yeah. That's yeah, a good call. and, and That's hired a, good call. a new showrunner, I think. So, like, I think that is in development as some kind of... But I agree with you. Like, Green Lantern is such a... It's a... I mean, that's been the biggest problem with DC is, like, Green Lantern's one of your guys. Like, he's one yeah. of the core group. And it's... The advantage that DC has in just how recognizable and established their uh -huh. characters are and how much they are fumbling that advantage to just the point where, you know, Marvel is deep into like obscure characters that yeah. nobody knows. And they have such a, and, and to the point they're, they're bringing in like f relatively new characters or they're, you know, Ms. Marvel and mm -hmm. uh, Ironheart and like all of these characters that have mm -hmm. only been around, you know, like 10 years or less, you know, pretty much. And like, mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, DC can't get green lantern working. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, they got, <clears throat> we've got, uh, two, <laughs> we have two official Spider-Man universes. And in those two universes, they're working within a multiverse. And that's just yeah. one fucking character. Right. And they are nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't figure out Batman. Yeah, which yeah, I mean <laughs> You 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 just fired your best Superman. What are you doing over there? Yeah, as if he was the problem, as if that guy was writing the movies. Right, right. Well, no one wants to see him as Superman. The fuck we don't. <laughs> I, I mean, who are you going to put in there? Which also means Amy Adams is fired, I guess. Like, I don't. What, what are you a doing? Bunch of horse shit. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. We're going to go find some 20 year old Superman. Don't don't do that again. I, I hope I only hope that instead of working at the Daily Planet, he just does TikToks. And also, just like, I guess. um um uh just like they did in the original cut of the of the Justice League we forgot Cyborg 
Um, Ray Fisher as Cyborg is terrific. Yeah. And if there's not, I, I like the Snyder cut for a lot of reasons. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it was the runtime, but what are you going to do? Well, and that, was, that scene they added with, uh, with the oh, Joker. The yeah. yeah. That's sucked. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. Stop cussing Batman. That's weird. Ew, that's weird. weird. It's weird. Also, um, you guys are all in front of a green screen. Like, come on. You never were together. You, why are you using the voice thing? Why do you even have a secret identity anymore? Look, look, look where we are. Well, also, you have a secret identity in a movie where you went around as Bruce Wayne to, like, fishing towns to find Aquaman. <laughs> um, and you threw a batarang from your suit, from your Bruce Wayne suit. Seeing, um, seeing so much more of Ray Fisher and all of Cyborg's story made me excited for Cyborg. So like, why is he sidelined? You know, right. he could be doing his own thing too, or be showing up all over the place, but no Cyborg. Cause you, you I don't know, man. I, well, don't, I don't think they know what they have. Well, it's weird because yeah, Cyborg is a character that has worked in a lot of different DC things because I love the show Doom Patrol, which is criminally yeah. underrated. And I like that cyborg a lot. I love uh, Teen Titans Go. <laughs> I like that Teen cyborg. Titans Go, man. Yeah. Oh, waffles, man. But that's what I mean is like cyborg pretty much like it's a simple concept. You know, he's RoboCop, basically. I mean, he's yeah. like, yeah, uh, that's all you need he's, to know. He's RoboCop with the Internet. Yeah. But like with Wi-Fi. Yeah. But he's a fun character. He's one of the more. Uh, sort of modern because again the longer you wait with Superman and the more you reboot him you really have to account for like the death of uh, newspapers so you really have to work that in there right and also just the he doesn't wear a mask you got a lot of things to work through with Superman yes. but yes. Uh, uh, you know with Cyborg yeah he's he plays high school football and then he's RoboCop with the internet like that's such uh -huh. a straightforward concept that works yeah yeah it's totally and like he, and his dad sucks um, yeah, he's really he's really versatile and also he's like an evolving machine. And I think the character is played really well as, as far as like, um, um, uh, you know, a, a character that deals with having emotions, but also not feeling like a human. Well, the but classic still having to experience the human emotions, you know? Right. No. And I think what's interesting about him is that the backstory is that his dad does this thing to save his life. He's, you know, yep. he almost dies. His dad sort of without his consent because he's unconscious, just decides to put him in a well, robot well, yeah, suit. It was, it, was a, it was a car accident where his mom died. Right. But he was able to live. And so his dad in, in, a, in a fit of grief said, I'm not losing my son as well. And does this shit. But yeah, so it's like he didn't have any say and then he's, you know, his dad trying to help kind of gives him this like robot intelligence thing. And it's, yeah, the struggle between keeping his humanity and sort of being too robotic and too much reliant on the technology. It's great. That's a great storyline that works. And it is great because it's not only of a, a reluctance to be a hero, but kind of a, 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 reluct a reluctance to just be. Like, yes. he's not happy in his existence. And th look, this isn't, you know, this is big picture stuff. But when you get into the nitty gritty, what an interesting character this is that no, not only are they not doing anything with it, but Zack Snyder did something with it. And then that was just erased from that history. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that is the thing when when all that came out. And, and that's always the thing to be clear about with Zack Snyder is that I might not be 
the biggest fan of what he's done with a lot of these DC movies, but he seems like a genuinely likable person. The actors who work with him all speak highly of him. And yeah, like Ray Fisher specifically, everything he said seems validated by the Snyder cut by what we ended up with when Whedon took over. Like he Uh was completely sidelined for no reason when he was really kind of of central character in the Snyder version. Yeah, so central. I mean, it isn't just like, oh, they added a cyborg scene. It was like, Jesus Christ, everything happens because of this character. This is the missing piece. This is why, you know, you watch that two hour version and I just there were so many things I didn't understand why they were happening. They were basically all happening because of cyborg and we had no clue. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's the way he's always worked within the, the Justice League since he came about, especially especially in the age of the internet, his character became more and more sophisticated and he really became a cornerstone of the justice league. He was, he could be everywhere all the time. Yeah. Um, and he was the, the go between and just like there seriously, no one's even talking about it. It's who's going to be Superman is the wonder Woman movement having. Well, what about Aquaman too? And the flash? Well, what about fucking cyborg? Yeah. He's awesome actually. Yeah, and should totally have his own standalone movie, like 100%. Totally. That would be and, a- and, and in Zack Snyder's Justice League, we got introduced to the Martian Manhunter. That's a, that's a shape-shifting guy from Mars who is a doctor on Earth. We're not going to do anything with that? No interesting stuff there? Right, yeah, which leads to all kinds of storyline stuff with the Justice League. And, you know, when they Christ build the, their, like, space station... <laughs> And this yeah. is why this is why what the MCU was never afraid to do and is just don't leave no stone unturned. Just if it I don't know, is it Marvel? Let's give it a shot. You know, let's at least give it a go and see what we get. Um, she Hulk's delightful. Like, like, and that's at the end and the beginning. is I didn't think Thor was going to work. And now no. Thor is w- one of the most beloved characters in that movie franchise. Ant-Man didn't think that was going to work. That's one that's one of my f- favorite characters. They just keep going and every time you think well don't touch that that's too weird or it's too esoteric and they say let's give it a shot. And if it works it works. It you know sometimes it doesn't. These guys are afraid to deal with like their core group and I don't get why. DC's fucking weird. Be weird. Well, that is probably the thing I'm most hopeful for James Gunn being in charge because James Gunn is not afraid of that stuff and in fact embraces it. And like you could see that in his Suicide Squad movie that Starro was the villain at the end. Uh And like, I don't know if you watched. I actually really liked it. The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Yeah, um, I haven't haven't watched it yet. Which uh, I, I mean, I don't know, like. Clearly, Chris Pratt didn't want to be there, but that's a whole different note. But um, but the movie itself is delightful. It's a great, uh, you know, for Drax and for Mantis, like a great showcase for them. But they make GoBots canon in that movie. Drax says something about a GoBot killed my some uncle or someone, you know, some relative. But Uh it's like he essentially makes GoBots canon in the come on, you know, come on, let's do GoBots. Yeah, but like. So that's my biggest thing, because I totally agree with you is like, I hope that James Gunn brings the weird shit into (laughs) the DC universe. Yeah, these first few moves he's made on the board are weird um, and I don't understand them at all. But yeah, bring bring out the weird shit because you, you keep they keep trying to embrace like the stuff that has 
foundation on earth you know what i mean like like superman is established wonder woman batman these are things that you could really you know the flash you can really um sink your teeth into there's there's so much meat in there and let's do that and they're leaving all this um all this friend shit in the wings and i don't get why bring them in Bring them in. Dude, James Gunn should make a booster gold. Like, <laughs> Come on, do a booster gold. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had a TV show about it, but like, um, Firestorm the Nuclear Man. Fucking right. do that shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, get into all of the weeds on comics. Like, yeah. what's fun about no comics. Fu- no fucking rules. Even if it's bad, people will like it because it's weird and it's new. Some shit, some shit they haven't seen before. You're gonna, I know, I know you're gonna kill Thomas and Martha Wayne again. I just know you're gonna do it, and I don't want you to do it. Well, and I think that's the problem too. Is that Batman? Like, is their Batman movies are their most successful thing? It's the most clutch thing. Again, you and I can not like the Batman, but clearly it was financially successful. But I yeah. also, I love Batman. He's my favorite comic book character, but he's also the easiest. Nah. I mean. He is not yeah, he is difficult either. to write at all. No, and I think the other thing that they've really failed at, and even in the Justice League movies, is like we've seen Batman operate in Gotham City on his own or with like the Bat family, but like make him interact with the weird characters, you Absolutely. know, in the DC universe. Make Batman have to deal with Constantine or, you know, whoever. And yeah. just Justice you know, League Dark, let's do that. That's a bunch of fun. Dude, yeah, Justice League Dark. I mean, you made a Keanu Reeves Constantine movie that's actually pretty good, but like make make one with a British guy that's new, you know? Yeah. Like fucking do it. Do it with a blonde British guy. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. People love horror. Make it a low budget Justice League Dark movie. People would eat that shit up. Yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff to work with, and I hope that they do that. And there's yeah, a lot of stuff to work with and they keep working with the same shit over and over and failing. I, and then this is what I don't understand. And then knocking it over a month uh-huh. later and <laughs> starting again, which is Let's why they've gotten nowhere, which is no. why Marvel has a 10 year head start on them. <laughs> yeah, totally. To- like Marvel's movies now, are, they have such low ratings on IMDb and they're fantastic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think um, I think Multiverse of Madness is is like a 6.9 or some shit like that. And that is a great, great movie. And they just keep plowing forward because who cares at this point? Like, it's all fucking gravy. They shouldn't have gotten this far. Well, and that's so funny. I really like that movie. I think I think the title hurt them on that. And I think the fact that uh, everything everywhere all at once came out hurt them on that. But I think if you watch that <laughs> movie for what it is, it's really good at what it is. But yes. I think people what, wanted what, it to be. Yes, you're right. And what it yeah. is is a great Doctor Strange story and a fantastic Sam Raimi movie because his, really his is. shit is all over that. No, I had so much fun watching that movie. And when you get to like the zombie stuff at the end and everything. No, it's great. Oh, and it's a great God. Wanda movie. It's the, probably my favorite use of Wanda Maximoff. Like, it's great. We finally get to see. I feel like all these movies have hinted at what she's capable of. And this is the movie that's like, no, we're going to take the handcuffs off and actually let her do some stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for real, like, you know, when you see. You see you're you're in an art museum and you see the water lilies and you're like, well, there's Monet. Yeah. And then you're like, there's always the fucking water lilies. And then you walk over and you look at it and you're like, yeah, I I get why I kept painting these. This is actually really nice to look at. Yeah. 
that was that's what what it was like for me watching Multiverse of Madness and thinking like, yeah, Sam Sam Raimi's really good at making Sam Raimi movies. <laughs> like yeah. no one else can make a Sam Raimi movie, and I get it now. Yep. Uh because he's Sam Raimi and he's fucking cool as shit. No, he he is, and he it seemed like he was having a ton of fun. Also, man. Nobody uses Bruce Campbell anywhere near as well as Sam Raimi does. Nope, but not even fucking close. But it is so delightful anytime he shows up in any of these movies. And I 100%. loved his, you know, street vendor character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was selling pizza balls. Yeah. He's the pizza papa. The pizza papa, right. Yeah. Uh, um, good stuff. All right. Well, hey, we're out of time. Oh, That's- shoot. We're way out of time. Sorry for keeping everyone so long. Yeah, I know you're used to your TikToks and your your you know <laughs> your quibbies. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's it. We're done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Hey, we'll we'll try to get back to you sooner than a month. But you know, you know. But also, like Christmas the, coming up, so it's you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you. Go- if we don't fat. talk to you, happy holidays, listeners. Happy holidays. Yeah, but Larza and I have to get out of here. I got to sell my watch fob and he has to sell. His I have to sell all my hair. <laughs> and so I remember, think you, I, think if, I think you have a sex swing to repair. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, I got to uh, get on that. Uh, and so remember, right. question everything. Uh, new sign off pending. 2023. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hey guys, it's Sean. And Carter. From Potato. Salad. Marmalade. Aid. 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 Potato Salad Marmalade. Another podcast here on the Peak Sloth Network. Check it out.